what's up everyone? Good morning from Las Vegas. Today I have Rudy Fernandez from Supreme Lending. Today I wanted to talk about money saving hacks for first time home buyers or home buyers in general and who better to help me than Rudy. Rudy's been in the business forever, super knowledgeable guy, always hitting me up, letting me know great programs that he has, things like that. This guy is so experienced and I'm so thankful to have him here. So, Rudy, good morning. Good morning, man. Thanks for having me, Nate. Thanks for being here. We do these things early, so thank you for coming early. Um, how long have you been a loan officer? So, f funny story. I actually became a loan officer at a very young age. Okay. And then took 15 years off. Wow. I followed my passion of being a football coach and a PE teacher. Oh, wow. So, for 15 years, I was, I was a football coach and okay. a PE teacher. And, yeah, it was, it was an amazing experience and then came back into lending. Did you watch the Super Bowl? Yes, I did watch the Super Bowl. All right, so I'm a huge Eagles fan. Okay. So I think the defense just kind of sputtered at, at the second half because I thought we were going to kill it the second half. I thought you guys were going to win too. Being a 49er fan, I was cheering for you guys. Yeah. I but, was, you know, I think, um, I think the Chiefs are kind of special. They are. And Mahomes is special. Um, and I thought we had him when he started limping. And I was like, it's over. And then, ugh. Okay. Anyways. Yeah. So what got you into lending? So what got me into lending was uh, my division president and, and my mentor, Joe Castro. Okay. He's been in the business for over 40 years. Okay. And like I said, at a young age, he was, he was like, Rudy, this is for you. This is what you should do. And I, you know, I followed his footsteps and I got in the business. And like I said, I took a little bit of a break there to you know, become a football coach. Okay. That's awesome. I think following your passion is, is really important. And I think what, what we do is important because we help so many people, you know? And how long have you been in Vegas doing lending? So I've been in Vegas for just about a year. Okay. I was in, actually living in the Florida Keys before. Okay. We had an office here. We would visit pretty often. My family absolutely loves Vegas. Okay. And we've been here for about a year. It's been, it's been pretty amazing. Okay. So you deal with all types of buyers, first-time home buyers, jumbo loans, things like that. Yep. You know, unless we're well off, we, we have to cut back. Correct. So what would you recommend for buyers, whether it's first-time home buyers, jumbo, on big things, what, what, what advice would you give back as far as cutting back on big things? Is it cutting back on vacations? Is it cutting back on, you know, buying a newer car, things like that? So, you know, to buy a home, you have to cut back somewhere. Yes. So what I always tell, especially first time home buyers, is people don't realize that when you get a car, you're actually paying for that car for, for five to six years. Yeah. And for first-time home buyers, a lot of the time, it's not about their down payment or their credit score. It's usually their DTI, yeah. their debt-to-income ratio. And if, you know, you're paying six, seven hundred dollars for a car. It, it could affect your DTI. Right. So I always say, I always recommend, hey, if you're driving an older car, keep it. Yeah. Let's focus on on getting into a home. Don't worry about getting a new car. That will come. Right. Then you can go ape shit crazy. Right. Yeah. I mean, and and now cars are so expensive. Like, I remember a Ford truck was twenty twenty five thousand. 25,000. Now Ford trucks are, I see trucks at 80, 90K. Yeah, it's, it's crazy the amount of money cars are costing. It is insane. Yeah. Um, you know, I think there's some small ways to save money as well, whether it's coupons or not going to the nicest dinner or going to maybe a little bit of a cheaper dinner. So we talked about some of the big things as far as cutting back. What are some of the small areas that buyers can cut back? I know it seems frugal, 
But I mean, a Starbucks is 10, $12. If you're stopping at a Starbucks once a day and you're spending 10, $10, right? $10, that's 300 bucks, you know, in yep. six months, that's $1,800, is my math right? Yeah. Something like that, right? And that's just one Starbucks. So if, you, if you're able to save, even on the small things, what are some things that you would, you know, you could give advice as far as saving on the small items? Well, you hit the nail on the head with, with, with coffee. People spend, you know, 5 to $12 a day on coffee, and then, you know, they go to lunch. Right. Right? And lunch is, lunch is 10 to $20. Yeah. So I always recommend to people, you know, make some extra food the night before. Take some leftovers. You know, you can reuse containers. We, you know, we spoke earlier about YouTube. You yeah. can definitely go to YouTube and, and figure out how to do some, some things around your house your, yourself. Yeah. You know, and, and to me, that's, that's pretty important because if you call call a professional to fix something in your house you're, you're spending at least five hundred dollars there's times where we need a professional but there's times where we can figure it out and youtube is amazing actually for that i agree and even now sneakers like sneakers jordans kids are paying thousands of dollars for sneakers i remember when jordan first came out they were like 150 dollars. but let's buy a normal pair of sneakers you know you don't have to I did another video talking about, you know, don't buy that Rolex now or that BMW. Just buy a normal watch, a normal car, normal pair of sneakers, save your money. That'll help you. That'll help you in buying your house, you know, but everybody's got to go out. Everybody's got to spend money at the high end dinner and, and the class. You know, we live in Vegas, right? Right. So how many cool restaurants are there in Vegas? But two, three, you know, you'll drop two, $300 on just two people. Yeah. You know, not that we're dating. Right. <laughs> but if we were, I'd drop two, $300 just on a normal dinner. Right, right? right. So I think it's important to cut back. Like you said, even reusing containers, um, you can YouTube on how to, how to fix a faucet or other, other things like that. You yeah, know, definitely. And you know, I always tell first time home buyers, we, we build a roadmap, a first time home buyer roadmap. And I always tell when I was buying my first home, my wife and I didn't go to dinner to a restaurant for about a year. Right. We just decided, hey, let's, you know, let's build generational wealth through real estate. Right. And, you know, we cut back. It's, it's worth it at the end. Yeah. And I also think now with the new generation coming in, they are a lot more, um, what's the word for it? They're very minimalism. Right. You know, There's a lot more minimalism. They're not buying the 100-inch flat screen TV anymore. And now with like boxables, right? Boxables is just, you know, a little, yeah. little living room, little kitchen. But uh, so I think I think the, the, the newer generation coming in, I think they're going to be a lot, I don't want to say smarter, but I think more frugal, more right. efficient is a better word. Uh, when coming in and buying a house, I think they're, I think the new generation is not going to be buying the, you know, wanting to buy the biggest house. I think they're just going to want to buy a, a smaller, uh, more affordable home. Right. right. I, I agree with that. So, you know, last year and probably the, probably in the last 2022 into 2021, I think the medium home price was like 450 pushing 500. Where do you see it now? Right now, you know, it depends on what parts of Vegas, but I would say the average would be right around 400, 375 to 400. Okay. And I think that's a great start for a first time home buyer. Right. So prices have dropped about 10%, right. which is what we thought. Yeah. Right. We, we said, oh, drop 10 to 15%. Had a lot of people saying, oh, it's going to be like 06, 07, 08. Yeah. Nah. No. That was a different time. Completely different time. That, I, I hope we don't see that again. <sighs> I don't think we will because I, I, think, I think lending guidelines now will stay, will stay where, where they are. 
Right. And before, you know, there was negative AM loans. There was, you know, a bunch of, and people would, people thought that if they, if they did like negative AM loans, the price would just keep creeping up. But eventually it's, it's got, you know, right. I mean, prices of houses will never go back to where they were in the seventies, eighties, nineties. Right. So I think values will always do this, but on an upward basis, I don't think it'll ever do this. I agree with that. So, you know, I was just showing, I was, um, I have some listings now and they're, they're smaller. They're in the mid three hundreds. Okay. You know, back then, you know, 10 years ago, 15 years ago, mid three hundreds, you're getting pretty good size house. Right. You know? Um, so for a first time home buyer, people that are looking to buy a house, um, I feel now's a good time because sellers are willing to pay costs. They're motivated. How much does a first time home buyer need to let's just say a $400,000 house, right? Okay. How much do they need for down payment, closing cost, appraisal, home inspection, things like that, just like all in. So this way, when they have that goal and they have that vision board and they have a, a number at the top of it, just a guesstimate, you know, what, what do they need to save? Right. So I would say you would need for a $400,000 home, you would need between $25,000 and $30,000. Okay. Right. And that, that would cover everything. Okay. And... I think it's I think that's a pretty pretty safe number. It's a doable number. Yeah, you know, a lot of mi the misconception is first time home buyers always feel they got to put twenty percent down. Right, which is not not accurate. Right, you can buy you can get into a home with as little as three percent down. Right, right. You know, if you have twenty percent, go ahead and use it. Right, right. But I always say, let's have a conversation. Let's get a roadmap together, and and figure out a way to get you into your home. Right. And that twenty twenty five thousand, you know, that includes everything. That includes your appraisal, that includes your home inspection, your down payment, and your closing costs. And if it's a if it's a buyer's market, you could possibly get the seller to pay your closing costs. Correct. Which will take three percent off of that off of that number. So you know, realistically, you're in the maybe fifteen thousand dollar range or sixteen thousand dollar range. And what we were seeing in the last couple months was sellers buying down interest rates. Yep. Right. Was that, is, has, has that been common in the last few months? It has been common in the last few months. Okay. So, you know, you have the, the seller, the seller buys down the rate. Right. And it's, it's great, especially for people that are right there that don't feel comfortable with a monthly payment. You know, you get two to three years of a lower monthly payment and the seller's paying that for you. Right. Which to me is, is, is incredible. Right. And I think in real estate, things change so fast. You know, I get people telling me, I'm coming from California. What's the, what's the market like? Well, right now it's like this, but in two weeks it could be totally different. And I think that's what, well, at least on my side, uh, December, January was pretty slow. The first two weeks of February was slow. And the last two weeks of February has been insanity, at least with the, at least under 400, 450. Are you seeing a lot more loan, loan applications coming through? Yeah. So like you said, November, December was, was a little bit slower. January in the middle of January picked up a lot more applications and okay. people have realized, you know, let's take advantage that we're, we're in a buyer's market. We don't know how long we're going to be in that buyer's market. Right. And, and people are getting seller concessions and, and buy downs. And it's pretty, it's pretty good because if you're going in with $25,000 and you're getting 3%, now you've got an extra $10,000 you know, if you want to do repairs or whatever the case may be. And, and I just think it's important to take advantage of this opportunity because we all know when the rates go back down, Sellers aren't going to be giving concessions. They're going to go right back into a seller's market. I agree. Um, and I think it's important to think long-term, right? So most buyers aren't going to buy new 
most first time home buyers aren't gonna buy new because it's higher taxes, higher HOA, you know, the cost of materials now is a lot higher. Right. So most of the time they're gonna buy a resale home. And I tell, I tell buyers all the time, hey, it's not just your down payment. It's not just, you know, the appraisal and whatnot. You gotta think when you get into that home, you have no idea what it's been through. Correct. Right? So you might have to replace flooring and you might have to just start one room at a time, you know, which is more economical, right? right. So how much, and it's kind of an open-ended question, right? But I think most homes, like the boom here was maybe the 90s, early, early 2000s, you know? So now we're at 20 years old home, you know, 20 right. year old, 20 year old home, 25 year old home, 30 year old home, which is crazy. It's crazy to think that the 90s are like almost 30 years ago. Yeah, it is. Man, I think I'm getting a little older. Um, how much money do you think a first time home buyer would need for like repairs or replace flooring or kitchen countertops? I know it's really an open-ended question, but let's say a $400,000 house is about 1,500, square feet on average, okay. right? So, you know, house is 25, 30 years old. How much extra do you think, if it's possible, they can put to the side to do some repairs or updates? That's a great question. So first thing I always tell first time home buyers is you don't have to do everything at once. Right. You know, let's let's focus on what needs to be done so your family is comfortable. Right. Right. If you if you buy a house and, you know, the carpet's disgusting, that's probably something you're going to want to replace. Right. I always say recommend to have five to ten thousand dollars yeah you know if you can have it and then with these seller concessions yeah. that's a way to be able to have those five to ten thousand dollars to fix things but the key is don't get overwhelmed you don't have to do everything at once right when we bought our first house we did everything in steps it took us about three years and we got everything done and we had our dream home at that moment right and don't get impatient correct right nothing's gonna happen overnight it's going to take time, but they also have to understand, you know, as a listing, as a primary li listing agent, I come in, I'm cleaning the carpets, I'm wiping down baseboards because you don't know, you know, moving into, into that house could have had two dogs and a cat. You know, right now I have a situation with a house where the lady passed away, the boyfriend's in there just vagrant. He's just smoking and drinking all day Oh man! and the, you can just smell it and it's just so bad. So trying to get them out. But once we get them out, it's damage control, Correct. right? So even though we're able to kind of freshen it up and put lipstick on the pig, you know, once you get in there, you start to really find out what that house has been through. Correct. So I think it's really important to have money on the side to, you know, make those repairs or make those adjustments once you get in the house. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. And you have to have a little bit of money for emergency situation, yeah. especially when buying a house that's 20 years old, yeah. anything can happen. Yeah. You, you have to be prepared to have that. Yeah, I agree 100%. So tell me your best success story. Oh, so my best success story is, is a young man named Chris. Okay. I worked with him for over 18 months. Okay. And when we first spoke, he wasn't ready to buy a home. Okay. And, and we did a roadmap, you know, roadmap to home ownership. Sure. And we spoke, you know, we spoke every, every couple months. And finally, he was able to get a home. And he's a young man. He, he moved over here from Jamaica oh, wow. about four years ago. And we worked together and he, he got his home and it's, it's a beautiful home. And to me, it's just, it's gratifying to see someone that worked so hard and did everything they, they needed to do to get a home. Right. And it's, it's, it was pretty amazing. Yeah, that, that, that is amazing. You know, I, I deal with a lot of, you know, different types of clients. Sometimes I get a, you know, 
a family that you know has five kids and they just need a house with five bedrooms. Doesn't matter where it is. Sometimes we get that you know that that baller that's that wants the high rise, right? Right. Obviously, you know people that with more means it's a lot easier. But I'm like you. I love and there's so much gratification, like like you said, in helping that person that came from another country, worked hard, you know, saved every penny, worked long hours, sometimes two jobs, sometimes three jobs. And, you know, and really that hard work to get that house and to, and to have them sign those papers and give them that key, super gratifying. Yeah, that's, to me, that's the best part of the job is helping people accomplish, you know, their dreams and start building generational wealth. Exactly, generational wealth is so important because inflation, right? Um, things, the cost of living continuously goes up. Yep. So everything that you're saving now, 20 years from now, isn't even gonna make a dent in what, you know, an apple now is a dollar. Correct. Right? I mean, an apple used to be a quarter, yeah. right? And it'll never go back down. So it's better now to not rent, get, you know, buy something small, at least you're gaining something and you're able to pass it down or eventually sell it or move and pay for your kid's college fund or whatever that looks like, right? Yep. So. Is there any programs out there for first-time home buyers that you know that can help them in maybe down payments or closing costs or anything like that? Yeah. So here here in Vegas we have a home is possible, okay, which is a great program. It does have a, a credit. Okay. You have to have a credit of six forty and it has a cap, an income cap of a uh, hundred and five thousand dollars. And then we also have home is possible and home ready that's from Fannie and Freddie. You know, Freddie Mac and okay. Fannie Mae. And then my company, we have something called the Supreme Dream. Oh, okay. Which is a down payment assistance program for forgivable, sorry, for, you know, after five years. And, yeah, and that one does not have an income cap. It has a credit cap. You have to have a credit score of at least 620. For all down payment assistance programs, you got to have at least a 620. For home is possible, you got to have a 640. But it, they're pretty amazing. And, and it's something that I, I believe that all buyers especially first-time home buyers should try to take advantage of. So your program in-house is called? The Supreme Dream. The Supreme Dream. And, not, and it doesn't have a cap on income. Doesn't have a cap on income. Which is unheard of. Yep. Home is possible and the other ones, you can only make so much because they're helping the, the home buyer that, you know, the blue collar worker, Correct. right? Um, but the fact that it's, is it forgivable after five years? It is forgivable after five years. So it's a, it's a grant after five years. Correct. As long as payments are made on time for five years, it's completely forgivable. That's amazing. I've never heard a lender do that yeah. ever. And to have that low of a credit score, it's even below home as possible. Correct. Are the interest rates um, competitive? The interest rates for a program are a little bit higher okay. than the other down payment assistance programs, but there's, it's still it's still complete, completely forgivable. That was just going to say, you're wiping it clean after five years, right? Correct. Um, I've never heard that. That's that's so great. So, tell everyone's uh, uh, tell everyone something about yourself that nobody knows, other than being a football coach. Right. So I love free diving and spear fishing. Wow. It is never. Would've... Yeah. It is my hobby. It is my passion. I I love it. Okay. I love it. So okay. You know, when you're in the water, you're you're. It's just it's just a great feeling. You're swimming. I do a lot of reef diving. Oh. So between 20 to 50 feet and everything's free diving, we, it's, pretty, it's pretty fun. We do a lot of spear fishing. It's, it's a lot of fun. That's awesome to do. You know, you said it's, it's really amazing. 
you haven't seen me in the water, it's not amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a six foot three tall, like log. that's just kind of rolling through the tide. Where's the coolest place that you've ever like, you know, dived or spearfished? Abaco, Bahamas. In the Bahamas and Abaco, it's unbelievable that you can see everything. The, the amount of fish you see, a lot of sharks, which is always fun. How does that feel? Um, I'm not scared of sharks. I swim a lot with sharks. Some of my buddies I dive with don't like it. Right. But if there's sharks, there's also fish that we want to eat. True. So. Very, very true. Wow. So you're telling me you can't see the fish in, in Lake Mead through the water? I have not done any free diving in Lake Mead yet. I'll let you know how that goes. <laughs> I don't think I would ever free dive me, me. in Lake Mead. <laughs> poor, poor, poor Lake Mead. I feel bad. It's like the, the, the stepchild. Yeah. Um, so tell everyone how they can find you. Yeah, so you can, you can give me a call. You can go to my website, you know, social media, and just look me up. Uh, Rudy, the mortgage coach. And yeah, I'm here to help and looking forward to helping first-time homebuyers. Super knowledgeable guy. Didn't even know about the, the Supreme Dream, uh, which is great. I'll probably actually end up calling you on a couple guys I have come from San Francisco. Um, so yeah, thank you so much for being here first thing in the morning. And give this guy a call. Great programs. And uh, we'll see you on the next one. Thank you. I appreciate it. Sure.